Good morning, everyone. Um, this is uh, Chandrasekhar Raghu, uh, Director of uh, Sanskrit and Language Studies at the Hindu University of America. Um, I have a special guest here today. His name is uh, Mr. Satish Srinivasan. Satish has just started his journey in the Hindu University of America. And, uh, you know, he's got about uh, 25 plus years of experience in the IT industry. And he's worked uh, at a number of places, traveled internationally. Um, the last three years or so, he has been teaching Sanskritam, but he has always been learning Sanskritam. And uh, now he has got a big vision of uh, how he wants to, uh, you know, teach Bhagavad Gita to the global audience, verse by verse, in an immersion style, going through this wonderful, uh, you know, work scripture, which is the essence of all Upanishads and Vedic uh, texts in the Hindu, you know, tradition. So we're going to hear him out clear. And uh, we're also in the process of launching um, a four-year program at the Hindu University of America. It is called Bhagavad Gita through Sanskritam. And it's going to be a four-year course with only one class per week. It's only about one and a half hours per week. And uh, it's going to do you know verse-by-verse uh, -verse, uh, description of uh, Bhagavad Gita from a Sanskritam language perspective, apart from uh, you know, uh, getting to learn the language, you would also have an in-depth uh, you know, study of uh, Bhagavad Gita. So those are the kind of uh, broad ideals. And uh, I would uh, like to you know, start off with uh, some questions for uh, you know, Satish Ji here. So it's a Satish Mahodaya, Swagatam. I wanted to um, find out a little bit more about you and what kind of uh, big vision you have for this uh, four-year program. And, uh, you know, my, one of my first question is, you know, can you please tell us a little bit about your Sanskritam journey? Uh, what actually uh, motivated you towards Sanskritam? And uh, both, both as well, both in the, you know, from a study perspective, as well as from a teaching perspective, you know, what motivated you to do that? Could you just uh, go over a little bit? Thank you. Dhaniwada Mahadhyaya and uh, privileged to be here. Uh, so my first foray into Sanskritam started and ended as my third language in school. Now after that, I, I went on to complete my studies, pursue a mm -hmm. career. And at that point in time, uh, Sanskritam was a little bit distant, um, not, not, the, not on the top of my mind. Uh, but however, questions such as who we are, what our roots are, understanding our history and culture, those things were always at the back of my mind. So when the opportunity arose a few years back, I um, came back to learn Sanskritam um, and also be able to impart uh, this language to others. And that journey has been a very enriching journey uh, of my life in the last few years. What right. en enchanted me about, about uh, Sanskritam? Now, I want to allude to three things here. Uh, first is, um, how we have neglected some of our traditional and native works of literature and art. Um, secondly, uh, about the versatility of Sanskrit. And uh, mm -hmm. thirdly, about the opportunities to understand a great amount of great of literary works in Sanskrit. Uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about traditional languages and native languages. Uh, we live in a very Eurocentric model of education. That's the world we live in. Unfortunately, traditional languages, traditional works of art, native languages, native literature, all of this take a backseat. We've all learned about um, the great and monumental works 
uh, of people like Kalidasa, Aryabhatta, Vyasa, Charaka, and many others. Um, but unfortunately, these were not part of our mainstream education, or even if they were a part of it, we learned about them in English. Now, it was a little bit of an embarrassment personally for me, um, because I could not read and understand these works uh, because I was not competent enough in the language in which they were originally written. Um, okay. Secondly, there is a misconception that Sanskrit is only a religious language. It is not. It is a very versatile language. It is a language of the authors, the artists, the mathematicians, and the scientists. Uh, if anything, Sanskrit was the lingua franca of India at one point in time. It was the language that brought the subcontinent together despite its diversity. Okay. And uh, therefore, um, it is very important that if one must learn Indian history and culture, one must understand Sanskrit, one must begin with learning Sanskrit. Uh, it's very, very clear that, you know, that Sanskrit was prevalent all over the subcontinent. You can see works of Sanskrit across India and even beyond in places like Tibet and Southeast Asia. Okay, that's very good. So uh, what would you really like to tell the students who are, you know, starting in their uh, Sanskritam journey? This looks like a four-year course, and that is quite a lot of time. You know, do they have to commit to all four years in one shot? You know, can they do it in bits and pieces? How does the uh, structure of this curriculum help? There are first, there are three important things I want to tell people that are beginning to learn uh, Sanskritam, from my personal experience. Uh, first, it's a privilege and a honor to be able to learn a language that is so perfect, so refined, with almost no ambiguity. The second thing that I would say is be at it, do not give up and remain a student for life. And as you embark on this journey, thirdly, I would like to do, I would like to say that, that do it at your own pace. You don't necessarily have to do everything in one go. Begin slow, start with the basics, understand the basics very well, but very important, continue the journey. You don't have to do everything in one go, but, but maintain the continuity, do not give up and remain a student for life. Okay. That is what I would so I understand. I understand this course is structured in uh, three phases of development: in the beginner phase, the intermediate phase, and the uh, advanced or proficiency phase. And uh, each uh, each phase, uh, the beginner phase is about four quarters, you know, which is about a year. And then uh, you know the uh, intermediate phase is another four quarters, the second year of learning. And then the uh, the advanced or proficiency phase is for eight quarters or two years of study. So that's what it looks like. And also, um, you know, you all had a webinar and I, I came to know that you have, uh, you know, the first four chapters of the Bhagavad Gita is, are really important. So this, these are covered in a lot of detail in the first two years, apart from picking up a lot of Sanskritam. And then in the third and fourth year of study, you know, you go through, you know, you basically gain the level of proficiency uh, to go through many verses uh, yourself. And so it is a little bit more accelerated. Would I be right in, uh, you know, saying this thing? Is this the kind of vision you had when you uh, joined the HUA to do this uh, teaching? That is correct. Uh, we uh, envision this course to be at a beginner level to start. So we, uh, we want to ensure that people with no background in Sanskritam, people that are taking their first steps in Sanskritam are still able to do this course. Therefore, we are beginning by starting, uh, starting with the basics of the language. They don't need to already know anything about the language. Uh, we will start with building simple sentences, 
explain noun conjugations, verb conjugations, how to read and understand small sentences in Sanskrit. Uh, we will explore the basic grammar, noun forms, verb forms, uh, the tenses, active and passive voice, and so on. Um, in parallel, we will also start with teaching them the slokas of the Bhagavad Gita, um, breaking up the slokas into their constituent words and components, explaining how the sentence is constructed, how to interpret the meaning of each words, uh, and therefore be able to understand uh, each sloka in entirety. By no means, this course is meant to be intimidating for anybody at all. Um, just to give you um, uh, some, more, some more key attributes of this course, to begin with, uh, we will start with English as the primary medium of instruction. So that, so that people that do not have a background in Sanskrit can also follow the pace and be able to pick up. Uh, progressively, we will, we will accelerate. But, uh, but I just want to call out here that we will not uh, we will not be doing anything fast very soon. The first year is almost entirely going to be devoted to just two chapters of the Bhagavad Gita. So which means okay. that we cover the, the basics in a lot of detail. That's excellent, Mahodaya. So I have one last question for you. You know, there are different uh, scholars who have interpreted uh, Bhagavad Gita in many different ways. And there are many schools of thought such as Dvaita, Advaita, and Vishishta Dvaita. And, and whatever else out there. So do you actually stick to any particular school of thought or interpretation in this course? Could you just, uh, you know, explain a little bit on that? I'm glad you asked this question. Um, I just want to clarify that by no means this is a theology course or a theology lesson. We are very neutral uh, in terms of different doctrines and different uh, philosophical thoughts. Our goal here is to help our students learn Sanskrit uh, from the basics and learn it well and be able to learn the Bhagavad Gita as Lord Krishna recited it and be able to interpret and infer the meaning and uh, progressively be able to implement the Bhagavad Gita in their daily lives to enrich themselves. That I just want to be very clear. We are not going to be uh, promoting any doctrine. We are going to be very neutral from a theological perspective. Yeah, I've, in fact, uh, the Hindu University is uh, starting, you know, other courses where the in-depth, uh, you know, explanation of each one of these uh, schools of thought is explained in a different way, you know, not uh, not through Sanskritam, but from the Bhagavad Gita, you know, how that is uh, interpreted is uh, being described. Okay, so it sounds great. So, you know, somebody, you know, who knows how to read Devanagari would be eligible for this Bhagavad Gita course, right? Or do they do they not need to know Devanagari? You know, one of the prerequisites is uh, what? The Devanagari script knowledge, would you say? I would say that that yes, have, having good knowledge of the Devanagari script is, mm -hmm. uh, I would say is the one and only requirement of this course. Uh, now okay. Devanagari script is, is by itself very easy. Uh, even those who are not exposed to this writing system, can, can pick it up probably in uh, in a week or less than a week. So, which means that even if you don't didn't know Devanagari, you can be ready for this course uh, very soon. But but as a as a benchmark to keep everybody equal, we are saying that the minimum requirement is uh, knowledge of the Devanagari script, but not necessarily any knowledge of any language as written in the writing system. Okay, that's great. So, Mahodaya, you know, I think uh, for the viewers here, uh, the next step. You know, I would suggest, you know, they go to the uh, website, Hindu University of America, which is hua.edu. 
and uh, that's where you can find more details about this course and you can also register there you know if you register for uh, you know four quarters in one you know all together at one time and uh, like each year of study you know we would strongly encourage you do that rather than in uh, one quarter at a time if you do that you get a 25% discount which is more, more like about 300 us dollars and also if you have any problem in registering at the website you can always email uh, info info at hua.edu and uh, there there's always people to help you out in terms of registering it uh, I want to thank you, Satish Modia, for taking your time to uh, explain about this course. Uh, we may actually talk a little bit more in depth, you know, maybe in a few weeks. Thank you so much. Dhanyavadaha, punar milamaha. Dhanyavadaha, punar milamaha. Thank you very much, Mahodia. Uh, thank you, everyone.